up, cool safe chicks? It's your girl Day. I'm Denisa. This is Lauren. And I'm Ayana. And you're tuned into Saved Girl Secrets. Hey y'all. Happy Monday. Hey. Hello. Hey. I mean, hello Tuesday. Yeah, hello to all of those of you. Whenever you listening. Yeah, listen, whenever you listen, because we don't know. Child, that's your business. Like her Aunt Tab say, because that's your business. Your business. That's your business. Um, but today's show I'm excited about. It's, it's It feels very encouraging already, and it hasn't even started. But today's title is Truth Is, Since You Got This, You Got This. So um, really just stemming from it being the fourth quarter of the year. And I, I thought about like this post that I literally post every single year in the fourth quarter. And it says, you could be losing the entire game and win it all in the fourth quarter. And the Falcons are a true testament of this because they lose in the fourth quarter. <laughs> just, about every, just about every other game. I don't know what happened today because I did not watch the game, but I started what I do and just... Is they, can be, they be winning the whole game. So whoever that other team is was losing the entire game. And then in the fourth quarter, they won the entire thing. So I think I just want to kick off the episode by saying, sis, if you feel like this year has been tagging, you're it. You know, it doesn't have to end that way. So mm-hmm. I'm going to toss it to my sisters and ask how y'all feel about this, how y'all want to kick it off. And we can go from there. Uh, I know for me, uh, cause I asked the question in our group chat, I was like, what are we talking about? And Lauren put it and I was like, this is so perfect. It's like so perfect, especially like the past few days, like little distractions have been trying to come up like physically and spiritually. And like Sylvester and I were literally talking like, wait a minute. And then church was a confirmation And it was like a confirmation of our conversation like the day before. And it was like, wait, 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 wait. We've been there, done that, passed this test, passed that test. Uh, This distraction like is literally nothing compared to how the year has been. So you got this. Like, so I know for me, it was like, yeah, this is like a perfect on time, like conversation because it seems as though, at least I, I know, like it seems, it feels like every year, like for me, October, November is like my personal new year. One, my birthday's in November. And then I just always get this, I don't know, it's just something, it's a significance with, and it could be because like my husband's birthday, our anniversary and our, my birthday is like month back to back. So it feels like our own new year and it feels like, you know, that that momentum to just kind of finish strong, but then also prepare for the next year always happens around this time. So it, it's like a significance to me every single year. So but in the midst of that, I think because it's a significance, certain distractions may try to come up to try to trip us up or whatever. And but every year we always finish strong and it's just, it's an exciting time for me too, because it's like, God, I know you got this. Like in everything, I know that you got this. So I know that that's just for me, like, it's just, yeah, finish strong. <laughs> I'll, I'll open the floor to everybody else. Yeah, I, for me, I, I thought of the topic because, you know, I've, well, you all know, I 
kind of going through this phase now where I'm literally sitting through a lot of like physical tests, <laughs> like um, applying myself for certain goals and uh, aspirations. And some of it is actually requiring me to literally sit down and take tests. And I was just, you know, kind of reflecting today um, because literally prior to us recording, I had to sit down for a two hour exam and literally less than 30 minutes had to pick up, you know, the, the headphones and, and tune in for us to record. So it feels like part of me, it feels like, girl, you're doing a lot, <laughs> like you're doing a whole lot right now. And that does not even include the additional things that I'm doing, you know, outside of um, SGS or outside of personal desires, like responsibilities that I'm helping with my family. Um, then, you know, I've recently just established some goals with work. So it just seems like it's a whole lot. And to be honest, like in the past, I felt like I finished. Like I felt like I got through it. Like, yeah, I accomplished everything. But for me, I think it's now in this point in my life, it's for me more important to finish strong. Like to not only finish, but to finish with a little residue so that you can have um, just a little acceleration to start the next thing and that you're not so burnt out. And I've realized that a part of that process um, to, in order to be in that place is that you have to be like organized. You have to be like, you have to be intentional and strategic about every move that you're making and literally take even the smallest of things seriously because the, that small thing can save maybe so much time that you can use to apply to something else. And so when we were thinking about like topics or whatever, that was something that I thought of because for me, that's a personal journey right now. It's like, don't take any moment for granted. Like, you know, really apply the now. And um, I think I've said this on a previous podcast, my dad used to have a t-shirt that said now, and it was the abbreviation for no opportunities wasted. So literally like not wasting any opportunities, but allowing for the opportunities to be leveraged for the next step. Because I really feel, and maybe I'm just, you know, maybe I don't think it's just me. I really think it's a bunch of women out here that like God has really lit a flame in a lot of us to really get started on some things that have kind of been like marinating in our minds, visions that we've seen. And I really feel like now is the time. Like now is the time for us to really begin to package all those things, all those visions, all those thoughts, and really begin to apply so that we can be impactful in whatever area that God has called us to be for the kingdom. And so that's just my like motivational TED Talk speech. And that's why I was just like, you know what? We got to finish strong. We got to end. I get the years mixed up, you know, because the pandemic really messed me up. I think we are in the year 2022. I think so. We this are. 22. Oh, we okay. Don't you got to write that down somewhere regularly? <laughs> you know. Uh, it I, is October, Lauren, but I get it. Yeah, I get it mixed <laughs> yeah. up. I'm it's like, really Lord. crazy to me because her birthday is 222 and it's 2022. So I was like, oh. how could you not know that it's 2022? <laughs> but okay. Yeah, this was like the golden birthday. That's a really good point. <laughs> That's a really, that's a really good point. You know, I didn't celebrate <laughs> my birthday this year. So maybe that's, maybe that's what it was. But yeah, I really do be getting the years mixed up. But yeah, let's end 2022 yeah. Um, strong, you know, so that like in 2023, we literally have a head start for what it is that God is going to call us to do. So that's my little, my little speech. 
You I appreciate like, that. Finish strong mm-hmm. and start strong. You're like, start next year, right? Now. Start. No, I'm already, yeah, I'm literally already in next year. Yeah. It's funny that you say that, Shredder, because like listening, it's like, I feel like this is the first year where I'm a, I'm not having to give myself that TED talk of like finish strong just because I do have a good momentum and realizing that like, okay, it is important to finish strong, but when you finish strong, it does give you that momentum to go straight into whatever the next thing is that Mm -hmm. either God has you to do, whether that's something new in your career, school, whatever it is. Um, And then I don't know about you all, but it's always some type of like satisfaction knowing that I finished something, you know, and knowing that, you know, whenever you finish something, I'm I'm assuming like me, that you all gain wisdom, knowledge, just experience from whatever it is that you finished. So Finishing something could also be the momentum into whatever your next season is. It's not, you know, it could be the end of a thing, but it's also the beginning of something else. Yeah. I don't want to be super deep here. You can. Yeah. Because that's your biz. And it's your job. (laughs) (laughs) But I am going to be transparent. You know, truth, transparency, transformation. That's what we're about if this is your first episode. And if I'm being 100% transparent, I don't feel strong. I do not feel strong. It is October and I feel very weak. Like I am legit in some areas hanging on by a thread. And I'm just like, Lord, I don't feel strong. But literally in thinking that while you were talking, Denise, the first thing that came to me was God's strength is made perfect in your weakness. Your weakness. And that sometimes even if you feel like you aren't finishing strong because you're not in a place where you feel strong or you feel your best, or you feel the most capable, or you feel the most prepared, that that's a perfect atmosphere for God to be strong for you in this season. And to the women or the men, you know, because y'all be tuning in too, we see y'all. Um, if you're in a space where you say, man, I really want to finish strong, but I don't feel strong, that you finishing strong looks like God finishing strong for you. It looks like you casting your cares so that he can walk you through this last part of the year and do something amazing. Maybe you were caring too much for the first nine months. And because you were caring so much, you know, you feel like you're not in a space where you're as strong as you want to be. So just want to encourage y'all as well, for those of you who don't feel strong, that that's okay too. It's completely fine. I wanted to piggyback on what you said really quick, because I feel like when you said, I don't feel strong, like I don't, I don't feel strong in this season. I, I don't think that strength is a product of a feeling. I think that strength is a product of work that you have applied to yourself. So by you saying, I don't feel strong, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're not strong. That just means that you have not possibly been placed in a position just yet where you got to show that strength. But I know for a fact, just because I'm your friend, is that since you have done the work and whether you feel strong or not, you got strength. And so I wanted to say that to encourage people, too, is like, don't get so caught up on the feeling of do I feel like I got muscles? Do I feel like I've lifted 50 pound weights? Because I, I ain't day. been in the gym. I ain't been in the gym. <laughs> right. Okay? Like, like, I gotta, I gotta, gotta, do I feel like I done been on yeah. the Peloton five o'clock in the morning? Like, no, maybe not. Maybe you don't feel that way. But that doesn't mean that you're not prepared for whatever it is that comes your way um, to, so that you can apply the strength. It literally makes me think about, uh, I was reading personal Bible study about when Jesus was tested or tempted in the desert. 
And one of the main verses of that scripture that I find so very interesting is in the beginning of the scripture, it says the enemy was ready to tempt Jesus. And I feel like a lot of times we kind of skip over that. We kind of skip over the fact that, hold up, they said the enemy was ready to tempt him, meaning the enemy already had things already aligned. He was already prepared for what he was going to do to Jesus. And I feel like sometimes when we're going through things in our lives, we forget about the fact that I snapped. The enemy was prepared, you know, to, to tempt me or prepared to come at me this way. But it says after that, it says Jesus prepared to be tempted by fasting 40 days and 40 nights. And for me, that was like revelation for me is that, you know, yes, the enemy is tempted, but honey, you still have preparation that you can apply to your life so that when the enemy thinks he's going to come at you, whatever, in whatever direction, that you're already prepared for the fight. And so I feel like when I say being or finish strong or you got this, it's like prepare yourself, not only prepare yourself physically for whatever goals, whatever uh, ambitions you have in your life, prepare yourself spiritually. Because one thing I know about new levels is new devils. (laughs) And anytime you have new devils, you just got to be spiritually equipped to take all that stuff. But I see Denise try to say something. So I'm going to let her go. Only because that's literally one of my favorite stories ever in the Bible. So if you're listening, she's referring to Luke 4 4. It's actually <laughs> one of the foundation scriptures and anchor scriptures for fear. But really quick, I wanted to add he was led, which is so dope to me, by the Holy Spirit. So a lot of you want to talk about the, the enemy being prepared. The beautiful part in that story is the very first couple of scriptures, it tells you that Jesus was led to this desert by the Holy Spirit, where he was then tempted, where obviously the enemy was prepared to tempt him. However, it just goes to show you that you're never not going to be prepared. You may have a feeling as though I feel like, you know, such and such and such and such, and that's okay. But a, a really good friend of mine always tells me feelings change. So yes, you may not be feeling it and that's okay. You know, it's okay. But I also want to encourage you all, if you are feeling like how Sade mentioned, like you have this feeling of I'm not strong enough. That's also an indication of, to me of spiritual maturity. You, you are in a space where you're like, okay, God, we're in a rhythm. I know I feel myself off, off whatever kilter, you know, and I do not feel as though I can either handle whatever it is the feeling is, you you know, because you're, you're walking with God, you're talking with God, you have that relationship with him and you have the vulnerability and the transparency to say those words. So I am going to give you kudos because that's not a, a popular topic to say, like, I don't feel strong. One, being a black woman, one, fighting PKD, one, being a whole director in a marketing firm and having all these things added to your plate on top of being a great wife, on top of having to give good loving and be a good friend. That's a lot. So there are a lot of people that are listening, you know, and I'm not, you know, I'm just, hey, I'm just going to say it. Either way, you're not, you're not feeling strong. I think it's just a sign of spiritual maturity where you're able to recognize, okay, you know, something's off. And like you said earlier, that's the, another scripture where it says like in our weakness, God is made strong. So it's almost like a door is open because you say, I feel weaker. I don't feel strong where the God can then come in. You've invited him in the room at this point because you've acknowledged a feeling instead of trying to sweep it under a rug and put on a superwoman cape or hat and try to champion things that are just too much. I commend you for that transparency. Thank you, Denise. There. That means no a problem. lot. That means a lot. And I, I completely agree. Like, I feel like, and I mean, we've t- we talked about this early in the year, like that I came into 2022 with like no plans and no goals and all of these things. 
Um, and God has done miraculous things. But to your point, it's definitely a maturing when you get to a point where it's like, I, I, I ain't got it, God. And I feel like to your point, Denise, every day is literally a prayer of like, God, I surrender to you. Help mm-hmm. me. I cannot be a director without you. I can't be a wife without mm-hmm. you. I can't be a good friend without you. And I mean, I think that for me, it is an uncomfortable place, but also one of the best places I've ever been in, places I've ever been in, because I look back at things this year and I'm like, that was God. There's no way that I could have done X, yep. Y, and Z. You know what I mean? So thank you, boo. No, I mean, that's him getting the glory, too, in those situations. So not mm-hmm. to cut you off, but literally giving it back to him and be like, that's all God. Yeah, I think uh, one of the biggest things that because uh, I was talking about this yesterday is that it's been an issue, especially in the church for so long, where sometimes as Christians, we feel like we can't express our emotions. And how like if we say hey, I'm not feeling this or I'm feeling weak. I don't feel strong. I don't feel like I can do this. It's something wrong. And, but it's nothing wrong with you. You're human. Like Mm -hmm. we are not, this, this journey, it's a process. Like every day we're learning, we're growing, we're moving, we're, we're learning how to express ourselves in different ways. We're learning how to deal with different situations in different ways. So I think one of the things that I was thinking about when Charday was talking and, and you guys were talking was like, even with the ladies that are listening, like it is okay to say that I'm not okay. It's okay to say, yes, it's October. And I feel like this year has just gone by and I, I still don't know, you know, and you simply just surrendering to God and just being in a, being, being in a vulnerable state of learning and growing is still finishing strong. And then also not putting a date on, okay, December 31st, I'm, I gotta do all this by this time. No, you literally just being who you are, if it's going to your nine to five, or if it's you're an entrepreneur and you're, you know, you may not have made the million this year, but you know, you did something, you know, um, whatever it is, you still finish strong. So I think like one of the biggest things is we got to stop putting so much pressure on ourselves as well, because it's like, it's okay. Like time is, we put so much pressure on time based off of our age and all of that. But I literally saw um, randomly when I came across this 45 year old guy on TikTok, it was actually a stitch. It was a as a black guy who was stitching this white guy's day. He was like, "Man, this is a beautifully sh- beautifully shot video." And it's a this forty five year old white man. He's an exec in New York, and he just shows his whole day. He literally wakes up at four thirty, uh, um, runs five miles, does all this, and you you see the course of his day. He works. He does TikTok on the side for his like I guess entertainment and creative flow. He has a 10-year-old daughter, all that type of stuff. And I got super inspired by his random videos because he's 45 and he he's like, I'm just now figuring out life. You know, like I'm 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 figuring out how to move, how to breathe, how to, you know, I'm learning every day with my daughter and my wife. And I, it was one of his videos where he was showing that, like, I literally did a career shift at 
think he did a career shift between 35 and 40. And so now it's like, now I'm in a new phase of my life. And I was literally sitting there like, man, like sometimes you forget that it is okay to start over and start over and start over and start over. But as long as you are continuing, you're finishing strong in some type of way. So. Yeah. While you were talking, it reminded me of something. I was having a conversation with a friend this past weekend. And one of the things that came up on the call was this, this idea that you can't break your life. Like God is a God that has a divine destiny for you. And sometimes when we get into those spaces where we have all of these different feelings and all this stuff, and it's kind of like you're paralyzed and you don't know which way to go. It's almost like God was reminding us to eliminate this fear of making the wrong decision. Like for some of us, not finishing strong or not doing the things that we feel like God is calling us to do as we wrap up this year, as we start the next one, is this idea that I don't want to make a wrong turn. I don't want to go left. If I'm supposed to go right, I don't want to go right. If I'm supposed to go left. And the thing is, it's like you can't break your life. Like, no matter which way you go, God is able to come in and cause it to work together for your good and for you to get exactly where you were supposed to be. So kind of harping on what you said, Ayanna, like, it's going to be all right. You've got this, like, it's going to be okay. You know, no matter which way you go in this season, as long as your heart and your motives are in the right place and are in alignment with the fact that I want to please God, I want to be in alignment with God's plan for my life that you're going to end up where you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So, And even if you're like unsure of where you're moving and the next season that you're going to, like, that's okay. Like, it's a, like I have learned, especially this year, it's okay not to know. Like, it's actually pretty fun. Like, just kind of waking up and, all right, Lord, what are we doing today? All right, so today you focus on Haven and Nova. That's it? Like nothing adventurous, nothing fun, you know, like, you know, I want a little razzle dazzle. No, I want you to do that. And then tomorrow to be like, all right, so I want you to do something with the hair razor. Okay, cool. And then the next day, okay, I want you to focus this particular day on ministry. All right. Like that's literally like I am one for me as a big deal because I am, I've been literally the person to plan out every moment of my day. For so many years so to be in a season of all right what are we doing today it's like it's vulnerable it's sometimes hard but it's like all right lord you got this and i know that everything's gonna be all right so what you just described to me was a, a great example of like how to remove the pressure. Like if we're talking about, you know, oh, I need to get this done. I need to do this. I need to do this. Like literally just seeking alert first and letting mm-hmm. him guide you is the yep. way to start to remove the pressure. And I yep. know for me, like it doesn't just remove automatically and thinking about like last year, this time and this year, this time, you know, what was the difference? And the difference is exactly that. Like, you know, like, OK, Lord, audited my checklist putting his priorities first and filtering in what I want as I can, not eliminating it. Cause I feel like if I just focus in on what he wants to do, then I start to resent what I want to do. And then I just stop doing everything altogether. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in, instead it's more like, okay, God, I am going to focus. I got you. And as I'm focusing on what he's telling me to do, it becomes more enjoyable and then I get better at it. So I have free time to filter on what Denisa wants. Mm-hmm. And it then becomes like this beautiful, like, uh, 
I don't even know how to describe it, you know, but it becomes like this beautiful thing that you create that day-to-day relationship where Mm -hmm. the pressure eventually is removed. And then you find yourself being like, okay, God, I want to revisit this. I talked to you about this that I really wanted to do. We haven't really discussed it or talked about it in a long time. I I know you said doing this. I am doing it. But Mm -hmm. can I hop on this? When should I hop on Mm -hmm. this? You know, like it just becomes more of that beautiful just conversation and relationship just, you know, gets built out a little more. Yeah. I think one of the biggest takeaways I, I took um, from what you all were saying is that strength is is embedded in honesty. And I feel like, you know, a lot of times if you are being honest with yourself concerning all things, then you are amplifying your strength, you know, because if you're not honest, then you're only operating in lies. And so, you know, for me, it's like I would rather be honest with myself, whether the honesty is 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 going to call or. I guess kind of demand me to kind of take a step back to reassess some things or if the honesty is, girl, you killing it, keep it going. Or if the honesty is we could do a little bit better, you know, in this, like, you know, at least I'm coming from an honest place. And I think that is strength. It also made me think about another thing too, as you all were talking about just kind of being present in your journey. Um, It made me think about just like my readings on like Jesus and his time here on earth. And I find it very interesting that, you know, in the Bible, it never speaks on on the fact of like, it never, like with each story that it presents with Jesus, it never concludes with the fact of like, oh, and by the way, uh, this is what Jesus was planning on doing two weeks later. It was, it was always kind of written, the narration was always kind of written in a present tense, like, and then we were here and this mm-hmm. is what happened and this is what happened. And then Jesus decided to go here and then that's what happened. And so for me, it's like we all knew when when picking up the Bible that Jesus Jesus's story here on earth will end with the cross. It we never we never really think about well for me, I never really think about the fact that until just now that um they never really focused on the the journey, like in 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 a sense of saying like um what's next after this miracle and next after that miracle. If you're reading the word to me, it was like in the stories, they always kind of had you present in that moment for what happened in that particular story. And for me, that's that was kind of in this moment, it was revelation for me of really being present in my journey, because I feel like a lot of times if I'm not present in my journey, then I just might miss the lesson that I'm supposed to receive or I just might miss the story or whatever the revelation that God wanted me to have in that moment. I might miss it trying to focus on what's the next step, <laughs> you know? Um, and so, I don't know. It's just, it's for me, it's a challenge to to just really assess some things and really just start to enjoy the ride instead of anticipating when the ride will end or when will be the next step on the ride. So. I loved you kind of describing it as more of like a ride. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, that means that a we're going somewhere, but also like on the way there, there is some sort of like experience. You know what I mean? Like there is fun to be had on the way there. And there is still also a destination at the same time, which gives hope. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I definitely dug into that for sure. Um, I was gonna say, I feel like sometimes when we talk about 
finishing strong, a lot of times for me, my mind goes to like, Ooh, well, I did that. I'm all done. <laughs> and <laughs> to Denise's point earlier, it's a reminder that like, just because you close one chapter, that doesn't mean like there's no more books. Like there's always something that's coming after that. So I just want to remind people to keep in mind that as you finish strong, it also means that you should be starting something else strong. Yep. And that thing does not have to be some over the moon type of thing. Like finishing strong could be like keeping your attitude in a space of grace and patience. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be writing a book and starting a business. Like that does not have to only be the thing that you're finishing strong. Like you can finish strong being a good friend. You can finish strong being patient with yourself. You know what I mean? Or just eating the right things. You know, everyone has their own thing. But all that to say, it doesn't have to be this pie in the sky type of situation. I think to add to that point, for me, I think one of the biggest lessons I've learned in like finishing strong is being secured in the place that you're in in that moment. And what I mean by that, like I thought of that when you were saying like, it doesn't mean that you have to do something like huge once you're completed with this one thing, because um, for me, it's like some of the most beautiful places that I've been in life is when God has literally given me nothing to do except to be a, a person that celebrates friends as they accomplish goals, you know, because then it's like I'm a, I'm operating in my rest period. But I'm so secured in the place that I'm in, I can still celebrate people in whatever they're going through. And I think for me, sometimes that's like, it is, and it's so encouraging. Those people may need that, you know? It's not a light thing. Yeah. That's gonna make me cry. This is that, 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 that's me. I be sitting there like, oh yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think sometimes rest is like one of the biggest, one of the biggest uh, trophies of finishing is knowing that God is like, I'm proud of you, not rest. But in your rest, I still need you to to be that support system to whoever whoever else now is on the track, whoever else has the baton now, you know, because best believe the baton is going to circle back around <laughs> to you. But at least, you know, you know, when is the appropriate time to rest and when is the appropriate time to run? So rest or run. Okay. <laughs> well, are we all finished? Have we I finished? Think so. <laughs> I think so. I'm going to say one thing. You, Laura, you made a really good point earlier where you said, I have to be honest with myself, right? And I think if you're listening, that's a key factor. If mm-hmm. you finish in anything, is you being honest with where you are right now. Mm-hmm. Be honest with the capacity that you have. Mm-hmm. You know, we had a conversation before we even started recording. You know, you know, one of us was like, I don't have the capacity. Like what, if you're listening right now and you assess this last quarter and you assess how you want to finish, you know, being real and honest with yourself. So not only um, it does it benefit you, obviously, but it, it, it gives the enemy less room to play with you or to give you more distractions or illusions or whatever, because you're honest with yourself and the Holy Spirit will speak to you. So I just think that was a good tip to be honest yep. with yourself. Yep. And the church say amen. 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 Well, I feel encouraged by today's episode. I hope that all the people listening feel encouraged too. I feel like we covered the gamut. Mm -hmm. 
Um, in the event that you didn't feel encouraged, there's a bunch of other episodes that you can definitely be encouraged. They better. We put we put our heart out on this episode, honey. Especially me. I poured out all my business. So, I mean, I hope that you enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> but there's so much more to enjoy. We have hundreds of episodes. So go back, scroll. You could do a Russian roulette. Just pick one. Um, if this is your first episode, we invite you to connect with us. Subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're listening on and be sure to also follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Save Girl Secrets. If you want to see what we look like behind these voices, you can also check us out on YouTube. Save Girl Secrets, our YouTube page has episodes with videos. So be sure to go ahead and check that out. Um, If you want to continue this conversation or if you just need somebody to walk with you, feel free to give us or send us a secret letter to savegirlsecrets at gmail.com. As always, we love you. Good God bless you. Love and peace, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.